Welcome to the Monday edition of Transformation Radio. As I will rise out of these ashes, rise from this trouble I found and this trouble on the ground, I will rise. I will rise out of these ashes, rise from this trouble I found and this trouble on the ground. I will rise because He who is in me is greater than I will ever be. Now I will rise.
And now as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Well, this chapter stresses both Christ's divine appointment and His humanity. The writer here uses a couple of Old Testament verses to show Christ's divine appointment. Psalms 2-7 and 1-10, verse 4. At the time this book was written, the Romans selected the high priest in Jerusalem. In the Old Testament, however, God chose Aaron, and only Aaron's descendants could be high priests. Christ, like Aaron, was chosen and called by God. Melchizedek was a priest of Salem, now called Jerusalem. Jesus was in great agony, as we'll read here, as he prepared to face death. Although Jesus cried out to God, asking to be delivered, he was prepared to suffer humiliation, separation from his Father, and death. Let Jesus' obedience sustain and encourage you in times of trial. You'll be able to face anything if you know that Jesus Christ is with you. Have you ever felt that God didn't hear your prayers? Be sure you're praying with reverent submission, willing to do what God wants. God responds to His obedient children. You can count on that. Jesus' human life was not a script that He passively followed. No, it was a life that He chose freely. It was a continuous process of making the will of God His own. Jesus chose to obey even though obedience led to suffering and death. Because Jesus obeyed perfectly, even under great trial, He can help us obey, no matter how difficult obedience seems to be. Now, in order to grow from infant Christians to mature Christians, we must learn discernment. We must train our conscience, our senses, our mind, and our body to distinguish good from evil. Can you recognize temptation before it traps you? Can you tell the difference between a correct use of Scripture and a mistaken one? Well, let's launch into our reading today, here in the New Testament. November 3rd, the New Testament. Hebrews chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Every high priest is a man chosen to represent other people in their dealings with God. He presents their gifts to God and offers sacrifices for their sins and he is able to deal gently with ignorant and wayward people, because he himself is subject to the same weaknesses. That is why he must offer sacrifices for his own sins, as well as theirs. And no one can become a high priest simply because he wants such an honor. He must be called by God for this work, just as Aaron was. That is why Christ did not honor himself by assuming he could become high priest. No, he was chosen by God who said to him, You are my son. Today I have become your father. And in another passage God said to him, You are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. In this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest, and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. And God designated him to be a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. There is much more we would like to say about this, but it is difficult to explain, especially since you are spiritually dull and don't seem to listen.
You have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's Word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 15. The first 15 verses of this psalm are also found in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verses 8 through 22, where they're uh, sung as a part of a celebration of David's bringing the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. Three other psalms are also hymns recounting Israel's history. Psalm 78, 106, and 136. Now, if God seems far away, persist in your search for Him. God rewards those who sincerely look for Him. Jesus promises everyone who seeks finds. The writer suggested a valuable way to find God. Become familiar with the way He has helped His people in the past. The Bible records the history of God's people. And in searching its pages, we'll discover a loving God who's waiting for us to find Him. Now the nation Israel, the people through whom God revealed His laws to everyone, is descended from Abraham. God chose Abraham and promised that his descendants would live in the land of Canaan, which is now called Israel, by the way, and that they would be too numerous to count. Abraham's son was Isaac. Isaac's son was Jacob. Now, these three men are considered the patriarchs or founders of Israel. God blessed them because of their faith. Psalm 105, verses 1 through 15. Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim His greatness. Let the whole world know what He has done. Sing to Him. Yes, sing His praises. Tell everyone about His wonderful deeds. Exult in His holy name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for His strength. Continually seek Him. Remember the wonders He has performed, His miracles, and the rulings He has given. You children of His servant Abraham, you descendants of Jacob, His chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His justice is seen throughout the land. He always stands by His covenant, the commitment He made to a thousand generations. This is the covenant He made with Abraham and the oath He swore to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob as a decree and to the people of Israel as a never-ending covenant. I will give you the land of Canaan as your special possession. He said this when they were few in number, a tiny group of strangers in Canaan. They wandered from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another. Yet he did not let anyone oppress them. He warned kings on their behalf, Do not touch my chosen people, and do not hurt my prophets. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 28. A lying tongue hates its victims and flattering words cause ruin. Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside us we cannot contain Your love will 
surely come find us like blazing wildfire singing your name God of mercy see love of mine I have surrendered to your design Made this offering Stretch across the skies These hallelujahs Be multiplied
Here's today's In Touch devotion. Today's scripture reading begins in verse 26 of Romans chapter 8. In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good, to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. For those whom He foreknew, He also predestined to become conformed to the image of His Son, so that He would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom He predestined, He also called. And these whom He called, He also justified. And these whom He justified, He also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not spare His own Son, but delivered Him over for us all, how will He not also, with Him, freely give us all things? Most Christians feel they need help in order to pray effectively. Even the Apostle Paul admitted that he sometimes did not know how to petition the Heavenly Father as he should. In the supernatural exchange between God and believers, the Holy Spirit acts as a vehicle for our communication, laying our needs and desires before the Father. We humans make our requests with a very limited knowledge of the future and an impaired sense of what is actually best for us. Consequently, circumstances arise that cause us to wonder how we should pray. If all we know to ask is, God, what is your will? Then the Spirit, who knows the Father's plans for us, tells Him that we've acknowledged our need for understanding. God does not hide His will from us. He desires to equip believers with all the information necessary for making right decisions and for being continually conformed to the likeness of His Son. Just as the Spirit carries our needs to God, He also clarifies the next step in the Father's will to us. Some people find the power of prayer intimidating. Be careful what you pray for, because you might get it, goes the old joke. Believers sometimes quit praying before receiving an answer because they're fearful of making the wrong request. However, the Holy Spirit's divine nature prevents him from going before God with a petition that is outside the Father's plan. Instead, he intercedes to make the right request. He also impresses upon us the need to adjust our desires. Therefore, we can pray in every situation knowing the Holy Spirit is our helper. Let it be our home wide open, bigger than the words we've spoken. Let it be our home for the broken, if we're gonna light 
My name is John Maxwell. Welcome to Minute with Maxwell today. We're glad you're with us. And I have a very special friend with me today that you need to meet. And in a moment, she's going to give us the word for Minute with Maxwell today. But before she does that, tell us what's your name. My name is Mary Reesberg, and I'm from Pensacola, Florida. Mary, we're so glad to have you on our team. And she's a certified coach with the John Maxwell team, a speaker, teaches our leadership material. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mary, what's the word for today? John, the word I'd like for you to speak on is the word voice. Well, I'm known for my voice. Mm -hmm. In fact, people who have never seen me when I'm going through an airport or they hear me talking, I I have it happen weekly, sometimes when I'm traveling daily. People come up to me and they'll say, you're John Maxwell. They've never seen me, but they recognize the voice. And that's no big deal with me. If you heard my dad, who's 91, he still has a great voice. So it's, it's all in the DNA, okay? It's no big deal. But I have a voice, and it's kind of unique. And you'd say, well, if I had a voice like you, or in a moment, just before we went on the air, Mary was singing. She's got a great singing voice. In fact, I offered to do a duet, and she said, no, thank you. No, thank you at all. She said, I'll do it myself. I'll do solo work, but I'm not doing a duet with you, Maxwell. But see, she has a great singing voice. I have a, I have a good voice for speaking. And you say, well, I'd like to have a voice like that. Can I tell you something? You have a voice. Now, I'm not talking about the quality of how you say things or the quality of the sound. I'm talking about you have a voice, and you need to use it. You need to speak up for the values that you have, the principles that you believe in. 
You need to share with others what you think, what you feel. Because if you're not talking to them, if you're not communicating with them, there's no way that you can really help them. So take your voice, not my voice, not Mary's voice, take your voice. And to begin exercising today, you have something to say. So say it. Feel my heart away.
strength is gone You're the one who calls me on You are the life, you are the fight that's in my soul Oh, your resurrection power burns like fire in my heart When waters rise, I lift my eyes up to your throne
bound to sin or to shame. We are defiant in your name. You are the fire that cannot be tamed. You are the power in our veins, our Lord, our good. We are more than conquerors through Christ. You have overcome this world, this life. We will not bow to sin or to shame. We are defiant in your name. You are the fire that cannot Lord, who you are in me 
Jesus, I'm trying so hard Just stop trying so hard Just let you be who you are
Sometimes I feel so cold, like I'm waiting around all by myself. Don't make me get so old. I'm in the lost and found sitting on the shelf. Been stuck for way too long. Lost, but 
Thanks for listening. Make sure to tune in tomorrow for the next edition of Transformation Radio.